Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is Robert Manny, your host, broadcasting live from our Guys Guys Radio studio in Harlem, New York City, USA. And it is Wednesday, June 17th, 2015. I hope everybody's having a great end of spring and is ready for summer. I think next week, uh, actually the 21st, 22nd, a couple days, we've got summer solstice. And it's interesting because now the weather's so nice and everybody's out and it's light out until like quarter to nine, almost nine o'clock. And everybody's just getting used to that. But just like the irony of life, boom, when it hits the summer solstice, we lose a minute of daylight every every day until I think it's December 21st or something. And then the cycle starts again. So enjoy it while we have it. And uh, it's not even summer yet, but uh it feels like it. And the weather's been gorgeous here in New York City, finally, and uh, everybody's having a blast. Uh, we've got a great show tonight. Our special guest is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. She is a quantum energy healer, a frequency master, a naturopathic doctor, and remote viewer. I'm going to bring her on in a few minutes. We'll just catch up on a little business first, uh, but we should have a really interesting show. She is one of the most provocative uh, guests, I think, that we're going to have on the show uh, since we started over probably 140 podcasts uh, ago. And I'm really looking forward to talking to her because I've actually been uh, blessed to be able to do some work with Dr. Kim, and uh, it's been really uh, a great experience. So anyhow, what's been going on besides the weather and summer solstice? Well, in the kind of guys' guys' world, if you will, we had the NBA Finals wrap-up yesterday. Um, LeBron James lost for the fourth time in six tries in the NBA finals. And, you know, uh, I guess his Cleveland Cavaliers, they had some injuries and really couldn't keep up with the Golden State Warriors. And it's, it's interesting because you have all these comparisons between LeBron James and Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan got in six NBA finals and he won all six and he had the same team and he just went to the team that drafted him and they built the team around him. And, uh, Guys came and went, but he stayed on the Bulls. And I think he took two years off to go try to play baseball. I'm sure there was something going on behind the scenes there where he had to get out of the league. And then he came back. That's just what, from what I've read and heard from insiders. I don't know. But anyhow, he came back and uh, I think he won three, left, came back, won three more. And I know at one point he won three in a row. So uh, LeBron, um, who has called himself the best player in the game, and he is. I don't think anybody would doubt that. But, uh, you know, you really don't want to hear the player really talk about himself that way. And, uh, you know, he's been to the finals six times. uh, And and also he's been there five years in a row. But he's only two wins and four losses in that time frame. And he's jumped around. Uh, He was on the Cavaliers. And then he went to Miami, and then he went back to Cleveland. And, you know, it, it's it's an interesting comparison. Both Michael Jordan and LeBron James are fabulous players, probably in the, both in the top five of all time. Um, who's better? I'd have to still give it to Michael Jordan right now. He's got the credentials. He's going to be a tough act to, act to beat with uh, six championships out of six tries. Uh, what else is happening? Um I am going out to Pittsburgh on Friday. I got a little road trip. Uh, A friend of mine called up and said, hey, you want to go see the Rolling Stones? They're playing in Pittsburgh. That's as close as they're getting to New York on this little mini tour they're having. So I'm like, okay. So four guys uh, who've known each other a long time, we're all going to meet out in Pittsburgh, uh, which is a fun little city. It's not that little, but it's a fun city. And um, we're going to go see the Stones on Saturday night and go fly back to Newark on Sunday, midday, and uh, it's a nice way to spend. Well, my wife's letting me out for Father's Day, which is great, and it's actually our it's our fifth wedding anniversary on the 19th, so she's really, really giving me a nice present by letting me uh, 
go out on the trip. Uh, I already gave her uh, her uh, anniversary present, and I wrote a blog post about the five things I've learned about marriage in my first five years. I got married late and in life, but I'm glad I waited, and I learned a lot uh, in my earlier relationships, and there were many, and I learned even more in the five-year period I've been with my wife, and I, I think I was lucky enough to connect with the right person. I did have to wait, but... Uh, you know, you have to have patience. The, the right thing will happen at the right time. And patience has always been a lesson that I need to learn, whether it's in my career or my aspirations. Uh, sometimes I get very, uh, my eagerness turns into anxiousness, hopefully not anxiety. And, you know, occasionally I can get in my own way. And that's something that we all have to overcome and something to be mindful about. Um, but just got to hang in there. Also, uh, dealing with, uh, I've been taken care of for the last year or so. I've been working from home. I was president of an ad agency. They had some financial issues. I've been doing a change in my career with my guys, guys brand. And also, uh, I've got something else that's coming up in about a month from now. That should be fantastic. It's more of a traditional type of opportunity. Um, but so I've had the time to spend with my son and it's really been an incredible education He's just turned two a month ago, and uh, it's just I wasn't prepared for it. I really had no idea how to deal with an infant. Now dealing with a toddler, had a whole you know what what happens is once you get kind of your arms wrapped around the situation, you know it's a little human being, and they change and they shift and they they're different and they get into different moods and all that. But you know I got frustrated today, and I started because he like poured coconut water on the floor like three times, and I'm like sky come on. And I was getting ticked off and he came over to me and jumped into my arms and I picked him up and he looked at me and he kissed me on the mouth. Then I felt like an idiot for being angry because he's just this little bundle of love and such a sweet kid. And it taught me, uh, as usual, he teaches me a lot that, you know, just have to chill out, understand that he's on a different little wavelength right now. And that, he relies on me and my wife for everything. And we have to just overlook the little, you know, stuff that little, little kids do and, uh, just be kind. And, um, so it's a good, it's a good lesson to me. And he teaches me something about myself and what I need to work on every day. So something for all of us to keep in mind. I want to talk to you about our guests now, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Um, I'll g- give you the kind of the overview and then talk about my experience with her. I mean, on the show, on uh, Guys Guys Radio, um, you know, it started, we started talking about relationships and d- it was more dating focused. And now the the club has been expanded and I've had a lot of metaphysical and spiritual teachers and healers and writers, et cetera, as part of our guest roster. And I've gotten kind of a free education by reading a lot of books from these really special people and doing some work with some of these healers. And it's just been incredible. And Dr. Kim is uh, another wonderful person who I've had uh, the opportunity to meet. She's, uh, as I mentioned, a quantum energy healer, and she will explain to us exactly what that is. So it's, it, you know, it's really going beyond the theory of relativity. Anything quantum is, uh, things are not exactly what they seem to be, and you have to be open that there's more. That's kind of the quantumness. Frequently, frequency master, natural opathic doctor and remote viewer. So she can kind of see what's going on energetically through people. She's worked, uh, she combines science and possibility and has been experimenting with frequencies and products and with her clients for the last 15 years. After consulting with an esteemed neurosurgeon, Dr. Kim became convinced that the frequencies she had been using could be applied to all areas of clients' lives. So, and then for the last 24 years, she's been in the clinical area as well as alternative health and energy healing field. Uh, she does. She deals with people all around the world, remotely and in person. And she's a teacher and a lecturer. And she does some uh, very limited private consultations every year. And I, w- I would would implore everybody to kind of call into the show if they want a quick mini mini reading. Not a lot of follow up, but if you have a question, uh, guest line is three four seven nine four five five eight three four. Three four seven nine four five five eight three four, and just uh, to kind of uh, put a little ribbon on my story. So I sent Dr. Kim a photo of myself 
couple of months ago, and uh, she put together an MP3 that had a frequency in it, and it was basically some needle drop music, but I found that when I listened to it, and I was told to listen to it for about 28 days, and there were some things that addressed specific issues in my physical realm, I guess you would call it, and uh, I felt fantastic after the 28 days, and I actually kept listening to the MP3 twice a day for another week or so, because it just made me feel so awake and alive, and then um, I was curious about well, I wonder what actually happened. So I sent her another photo and she wrote me an email today, said, I'm finding something very interesting. Send me a picture of your tongue. So there's a a lot of questions I'm sure our viewers have as to how she works, what she does and how she kind of got started. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on my very special guest, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Hello, Robert. Hello, Dr. Kim. How are you doing? Wonderful. That was such a nice introduction. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. The, I don't know about the most. What was the word you used? It wasn't was it controversial. What was that weird word you used? You said, I might be the most something. Provocative. I think, I think it was provocative. provocative. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I need to ask you some questions about that. What the heck do you mean, mister? Uh, well, okay. Well, because you know what? I was going through your work and you have a couple of different websites. You have a couple of different programs and just reading your bio it's like, wow, my first question is actually, let me turn it back to you, is how, how do you really <laughs> categorize yourself? I, I love that question. It's a brilliant question. I'll tell you why. And I was just talking about this today because the, and you probably know this, the marketing advice to people in my field right now is to, to market to parents of preschoolers who eat cherries at three o'clock in the afternoon and take naps. Like you're supposed mm-hmm. to be very, very specific in what you do and, and very, very clear. So I will help those people, um, you know, have their children to read by the time they're four. That's what I do. But I can't do it. And every time I've tried, you know, to fit into that box and smush my abilities and smush my gifts, I, I don't succeed. So actually, I decided to just be me and take all my experiences, all, you know, the natural health, the alternative health, my natural, you know, psychic abilities and giftings. And just do it all. So I do whatever I want. And it really works for me, I'm telling you. So, you know, that's kind of my, my viewpoint. I'm just me. I'm unique. I do a million things. You know, sometimes I focus on certain things. Sometimes I flip over and focus on other things. You know, I've worked mm-hmm. in the paranormal industry and done all sorts of things with ghosts and entities and, and energies of houses and people. And I've kind of stepped away from that a little bit now. And I'm focusing on some some of the other areas. And I find it really, really fascinating and fun to always be learning and always be growing. And and I never know what's going to come in because I consider myself a fairly pure channel. So I really get a lot of inspired things that are given to me, you know, and, and I love that too. Well, that then let, let's, let's start at the beginning then. Cause it's uh, you have these, this, these different abilities. Let's talk about, you know, how, what abilities do you have that you've developed and how did you know you had these abilities and how did you kind of get started? Well, I got started when I was three years old and <laughs> when I was laying in bed and I would hear uh, sirens of ambulances, fire trucks, and police cars. And I was terrified of the siren because I wasn't advanced enough as a soul on this planet yet to realize that the reason that I saw murders and rapes and dead children and accidents and all sorts of horrific things, I didn't realize it's because I was actually going to the scene of the accident. So I've always been able to do remote view. I just didn't know it was an ability. I just thought everybody did it. And I didn't know, I didn't really know how to use it. I didn't even know what it was. I just knew it was absolutely horrifying. So I shut it down a lot. Um, I also grew up in a very conventional family, so that wasn't encouraged. I also always knew things. It's hard to explain. It's that knowing. So I always knew things mm-hmm. that no one else knew. I just knew them, and I was right. I could also see auras and colors around people and energies and different shapes and different shades and darkness and light and, oh, my gosh, all sorts of things. And and as I, you know, I, I shut down my abilities for so long, but as I started turning them back on, they kind of came in full force, and they really expanded and I've really been able to master those. I'm also a, a high level empath and I can do medical intuitive work so I can, 
you know, my own abilities, I can crawl around in people's bodies and look at different things, you know, down to a cellular level. And then I can step back outside and I can pull up your holographic template and I can see what's going on in your energy field and the different energy bodies of your field. So I just work in a really, really multidimensional, multifaceted way. But it is over, you know, I, I didn't know I had all those abilities when I was three. Mm-hmm. I just knew I had some abilities. That's when it began, you know, and I had pretty advanced abilities to be three and be able to go instantly to a scene and it matches things. I also have precognitive dreams. So, you know, that's one way I get my information. So I'll dream something the night before and I'll wake up and it'll be on the news or the paper in detail, vivid details. Usually I see it through an eyewitness, but I, um, I even had precognitive 9-11 dreams. And it was so weird because I, we didn't have any reference point for that. So it's kind of like when I was a child, I didn't have any reference point. I didn't know what the heck was going on. Remember, I, you know, I get it from the view right. of an eyewitness and there was all this white powder and gray powder and people screaming and it looked like war to me, to be honest. But then that happened a couple of weeks later and I'm like, and I was in the subways and running out of them. And it was, I realized that was what that was. When I saw it on TV, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what I saw. I just had no reference wow. point for that until it happened. So, so what, do you have, uh, I've got a whole bunch of questions on, on this without, I don't want to get too deep into it and we'll t- take too much of the show on it, but th- was there a learning curve, you know, when you started, you know, you were a little kid and then you kind of, you, you realized you had these you know, these talents, and then you kind of shut them down a little bit, to, I guess, to fit in. And then when you brought them back out, if you will, unveiled them again, did you, did, was there a learning curve? And did you have to work, uh, you know, on different aspects of your uh, abilities? And did you look at it as a gift or a curse? Or how, how did that work with your day-to-day life and inter- interactions with people and friends and family? Well, it was so funny because in high school, it really showed up in a different way. It showed up in, um, I knew things about people. So I was highly sought after, I'll be honest, for gossip. And uh, (laughs) I was kind of known as the gossip queen of my high school. And so when I came out of high school and went into college, I was sought after as kind of the dating coach and love coach and advice coach. And so I would know when people were going to be um, getting married or getting engaged or if they were going to be breaking up. And so I, I guess I got affirmation as I just, and this is what I teach my clients too. It, um, if you have abilities or you think you have abilities, you have to kind of walk into them and it's with the use that you get your confirmation, that you have to use them. So it wasn't really, um, I don't know, they were just always there, but it was in the use of them, I grew in confidence to speak in public like we are now. And to do public readings, I, I know I have a high level of accuracy, so I feel confident in expressing that, if that makes sense. Yeah. You mentioned uh, at one point in your kind of bio, it says uh, you've overcome relationship, health, and financial challenges as a single mother of four young girls and sought healing and hope, often exhausting all resources with no result. And then you decided to find real world answers for health, relationship, and financial concerns for her, your clients. Could you explain that? What what actually does does that mean? Well, that is, that doesn't, of course, have to do with my you know psychic abilities. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I had a lot. I had this mysterious. I don't want to say illness, but kind of um, illness for many many years. It started really when I was in the fifth or sixth grade, and um, under periods of intense stress, my body would just shut down, my mind would shut down, my emotions would shut down, and nobody knew. They're like, "Oh, are you depressed?" And I wasn't depressed. Um, there was really nothing to be depressed about. I had a pretty cool life, but, um, you know, doctors put these psychological things on when they can't figure out your body. And so, you know, they tried to give me antidepressants. Um, I had some hormonal issues. They tried to say it was all hormonal. When I had my babies, I always almost bled to death and died during my pregnancies. I would lose a lot of weight and they would actually say that I was going into a dying process, you know, as I, as I grew older, it wasn't so dramatic when I was young. And um, they just, you know, would try to hand me all kinds of medications. And basically, uh, one day a doctor was trying to hand me another prescription. And I'm like, what is this for? And they're like, we don't know. We just have to give you something. because We don't know what's wrong with you. We don't know what this is for. Mm. You have to be on this the rest of your life. And I'm like, excuse my language, but I'm like, hell no. I'm not going to be on some right. serious medication that has more side effects than I'm experiencing right now in this weird thing that I have. So I started and this is so crazy because it sounds so stupid, but I started researching on the internet. I started researching herbs and alternative medicine. I didn't know. This really sounds dumb. I honestly did not know there was a such thing as alternative medicine when I was in my 
uh, you know, early 20s. And other than chiropractic, that was kind of the extent of my knowledge and vitamins, you know, general vitamins. But I didn't know that there was this whole thing with nutrition and herbs and this whole world where people say, you know, they get healed from all these things. So I started experimenting and I got really, really good at it. And, and, I, and I have to give credit to my intuitive abilities because intuitively um, I would know what people would need. And, you know, I, and I could see in their energy field and I could feel and I knew things. So that did help my practice. But um, it was really learning applied kinesiology and learning how to use muscle testing and then eventually, you know, getting a machine and being able to do body scans, which you've experienced, that I really put all, started to put just all my gifts and all my abilities together, first to help myself and finally to get mm-hmm. to the bottom, you know, of what was causing my own condition. But, of course, in the end, you know, I've helped thousands and thousands of people, which is just Amazing. I love what I do. I love my life. I'm so blessed to be able to Good. do that. So when you just from a, you know, day to day conscious mind kind of uh, uh, in your life, when you go to a party or you see people in a restaurant or you meet somebody, do you does do you see right through, you know, do you see inside them or how do you, how do you do you see people the same way that everybody else sees them? Or do you see energy fields? That's a really great question, too. Absolutely not. I don't see them the same way. And I know that every single person on this earth is intuitive. Do they all use their abilities? No. Are they all plugged into it? No. So some of the information that's available to me is available to everyone. Um, I am. I have such control of my abilities now that I can go into anybody in the world. And it's so funny because, and I don't know if healers or teachers or maybe this is why you said I'm going to be provocative. Here's one of those provocative things I'll say. <laughs> you know me well. But, uh, you know, they teach this thing that you have to ask permission to read energy you know do I have permission to read your energy do I have permission and I'm like give me a freaking break Mm -hmm. Robert every single one of us read energy you read energy when you Mm -hmm. decide what investment to make or what tv show to watch or what to buy Mm -hmm. your wife for your son I mean we read we all read energy all the time we don't have permission um to read energy we say oh that waitress was rude really you know I mean we make judgments and basically we're reading forms of energy all the time you know and we do it subconsciously and we do it consciously. So I think that's BS, to be honest. The whole, I mean, I don't do it. I'm straight up about it. I don't do it. Now, what I do do is I don't violate, I don't cross in the line of what I consider more a black magic. That's just a term. And we can discuss that another time. That's a whole nother subject. But I can manipulate energy. So I don't violate. If I'm working with you and you say, can you make my wife do this? It's very possible I could facilitate the energy and kind of push her in that direction. Will I? No. Now, mm-hmm. if you say, can you work on the energy of my relationship with my wife? I have no problem doing that. So I don't violate um, energy things. You know, you can't come to me and say, can you, you know, cause someone to have an accident? I would never do that. I won't cross those lines. But I'll manipulate the heck out of energy or your energy if you give me permission all day long. You know. So when, how about for, you know, um, for something like driving? Do you see... When you see people, then do you? Is there a color blindness? Have I mean? I mean, do you see energy fields when you're behind the wheel or something like that? I mean, how does do you? Because you said you, you know, you see things well, differently. Well, uh, absolutely. The most horrific thing that happens when I'm driving, and it's really bad when it happens at night, is when all of a sudden you're driving, you know, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, and and ghosts or beings or spirits appear in the middle of the highway or road. That's really horrific because. Of course, even though I see what I see and know what I know, it still is shocked. And you have to process that without wrecking the car. You have to be like, wait, not a person, got a spirit, not a person, promise, not a person, drive on, you know. So, so number one, that's different. A lot of people don't deal with that. Some people do deal with that. As a matter of fact, I think there's been surveys done, and I've even talked to my mom, who doesn't even know half my abilities. But even she admits that she's seen, like, people with spirits or patterns or, you know, out of the corner of her eyes. So most of us have seen a ghost or thought we've seen a ghost. But it's kind of, like I said, I have such a control over my abilities, Robert. Like, I'm really able to turn it on and off. So I can mm-hmm. basically meet you, and I can process your energy exactly like my next-door neighbor would process your energy. Or I can crawl inside you if I want. Mm-hmm. Or I can know what you're thinking if I want. Or I can know what you're feeling if I want. Or I can go down your timelines, and I can be like, hmm, you know, I wonder when this is going to happen or that's going to happen. Um so really, I can just play games with myself all day long. So it's kind of a turn on thing for me. I don't, it's so funny because my friends think I run their stuff all the time. And I was even saying to my business partner, one of my business partners this morning, I said, you know what sucks about me and you, she's really intuitive too. I said, we know people's 
crap. Like I, I said, I know like their weaknesses. Right. I know like their ego places. I know, I know their goodness, but I also see, I see those dark places that they're even afraid to look at. And that's rough sometimes because really, to be honest, and this is cool. This is a huge truth that you guys need to totally grasp. Everyone's got their stuff. Everyone, the people that you think are as pure as snow, they've got dark secrets, baby. And the people that you think are as dark as black, they've got good in them. Like, so it's really cool because everyone's so damn human. Mm-hmm. Well, I love your outlook on it. I mean, I was going to ask you, is it a gift or a curse? But I, I can tell it's a gift and you're having fun with it too, which is great. We've actually, we've got a, a call. Uh, could we take a call, Dr. Kim? Maybe somebody has a quick question for you. Yeah, sure. All right, let's do that. Hello, you're on Guys Guys Radio. Oh, hello. Hello. Um, so, <laughs> hi, um, it's great to be on. And uh, Dr. Kim, I'm I'm so grateful um, for you um, being on the show and taking my call. Aw, you're welcome. Um, so I um, actually, I was wondering... Um, if you could help me with uh, something, I, first of all, you know, I, I have to tell you just a little bit about myself. Um, I'm married. I have a beautiful baby. I have a wonderful husband. <laughs> and, um, you know, many things are going well in my life, but I still feel like there's uh, an area of my life that hasn't found, I guess, the full expression. And I was perhaps hoping that you could um, help me with this. Um, and I asked for guidance on um, what I could ask um, to get your help and healing. And um, what I got was um, that there's a part of me, I've, I've been very creative all my life, and yet I've never really tapped into my own uh, creativity. And, um, you know, I've had friends who've, you know, said to me that I am very uh, creative and I draw, I write, I do lots of different things, but I never really, you know, feel like I've given a lot to that. And um, I'm not quite sure why that is, but, you know, when, when that um, kind of hit me that, you know, that's an area of my life that I haven't really expressed, um, I felt like this kind of like emotional stirring in me. Um, and I felt Can like, you, wow. I'm getting a lot of information, so I'm going to stop you because I'm getting too much information and I'll start forgetting it because it's coming in too okay. fast. Yeah. So, um, first of all, in your energy field, uh, how do I say this? Um, your soul, uh, soul slash soul purpose is frozen and mm-hmm. it's trembling. Mm-hmm. So, that is really interesting to me. And what that says to me is, there was a point where you made a decision to literally turn that part of you off to the, the reason you are here, the reason you are born at this time, in this place, in this country, wherever, you know, in your family, attracted to the people you attract, had the children you had, the whole reason you are here is frozen. So whether you think you were made, you know, to be just a wife or just a mother, you in particular, and a lot of us, but you in particular, have a huge purpose that is completely undiscovered, completely untapped, and completely unexpressed. So is this creativity a piece of it? Yeah, but it's not even the whole enchilada. There is so much more. And there's a tiny part of you, which is the trembling part, that knows that. And you're actually in deep fear of yourself and your own power. And you're in fear of this thing that you've always known. You've always known since you were young and you've shut it down and you shut it away, that you are here to affect something huge by possibly something you create. But I really believe it's in the full expression of who you are at a soul level. And so there's a lot of things missing in your field. There's a lot of frequencies missing in your field. And a lot of that is you've flown out of your body. You actually live, which is great because you're a very loving person. You live from the heart up. And so you're not locked down into your soul purpose. You're not locked down into the full expression of yourself. And you're not even locked down into the lower chakras, especially two, three, which is the, the creative expression of yourself. So there's a lot going on here. Wow, fantastic. <laughs> Does that well, help you, Colin? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, when you said that, that really, um, it, I, I'm crying. You actually shifted. You actually dropped a couple inches. You actually settled closer to uh, locking in to your soul with that. I don't know. I don't even know what I said, really. But um, 
Yeah, no, as soon as you said that I was I was not living in my lower chakras, I let my energy down a little bit. Yeah, you actually started um, moving. Yeah. So um you actually started yeah. moving. That's interesting. Yeah. You actually st- you actually just came on froze. That's really cool. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, no, cuz yeah, thank you. Is there anything I could do then? You think I should do I mean there's um you know, my uh, teacher, he does a lot of uh, psychic development, which is working with moving energy from the toes onto the crown. Is that something I should do um, as a way of connecting more to um, my lower chakras? What you need to do are very physical, sensual things. You need to mm-hmm. um, get your hands dirty. I'm putting that in air quotes, but I kind of mean that literally. You need Mm -hmm. to do very visceral things. You need to go camping for a weekend. You need to get in the frequencies of nature. You need to pull down anything. I mean, I guess I know I can say this on Robert's show. Uh, Anything sexual, you need to push the envelope. You need to explore. You need to think outside the box. You need to, you need to get down, you know, in that, in that sexual energy, because that goes a lot with the tree. Good advice. And you are, you are (laughs) a very sexual person. But we lose that. When you lose your creativity, sometimes we lose the sexuality or, or we never allow it to fully blossom. I don't normally talk about this. It's Robert's bad, bad Robert's influence on me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so tied into that. And, and you're restricted in that area, too. I'm not trying to call you out. But, but you need to be free because there was a point in your life when you were, when you were in this free-flowing expression, when you were, when, you're, when everything was connected and you were in this free-flowing strong, magical, creative place, and you felt powerful, and then it shrunk down to where, it almost makes me cry, because I've never seen that, I've never seen somebody so powerful, so frozen, ever, and I've looked at thousands and thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of fields, so, wow. um, hmm. <laughs> okay, well, well thanks, like thanks for your call, <laughs> all right, thank you so Very much, cool. Dr. Kim, all right, thanks so much, <laughs> thank you, all. take care, okay. all right, bye-bye. Wow. So that was a perfect example, I guess, uh, of how you, how you work then, Dr. Kim, right? Um, I mean, just for our, for our listeners, um, what are the things that most people come to you with? I mean, that was a very open-ended question and, um, you really got, it sounds like you were right on, on the mark with it. And, and it sounded like it was a very special person. Um, how, what, what do people usually come to you for? Um, people love money, so people come to me <laughs> help them with their money in abundance because I'm able to um, help them attract that into their life. I mean, the, my entrance into the metaphysical field, even though I was doing tons of metaphysical work years before, but really what I came in and, and was known for was um, my masterful, you know, I guess skills with the law of attraction, but really it's my skills with energy. I can just apply it however. So it's, you know, helping people attract what they want, whether that's a soulmate, whether that's money, whether that's a new job, you know, we work together, we move that energy and we clean up their field mm-hmm. because really the higher you vibrate, the higher your frequency is, it really becomes this amazing fun playground where you literally call forth and you have to be really careful when you get to that level because you can also call forth negative things because things just literally almost appear uh, in your hand, just right and left. And so you, you then need to learn how to control that. So I help people raise their frequency and their vibration to attract what they what they want. A lot of people come to me just, and I don't say this in an arrogant way. Believe me, I've been brought to my knees with ego. I've, I've suffered from it. We all suffer from it. But I think I've learned this time, and I'm good. But but the frequency I vibrate at, usually um, when people encounter me, they do not leave unchanged. And that's my own ability. Mm-hmm. That's the frequency I carry. That's my connection with source energy. So just by the frequencies that I bring forth from the balance in me, um, your energy rises to meet me. And people usually have really cool things happen. It happens in a very short amount of time. So people come to me when they're in challenging situations. I've had um, law enforcement has come to me. I have a beautiful testimony where he was trying to get a program through and it ended up being a prison uh, situation where he wanted to bring Mm -hmm. a program into the prison and, and we moved the energy and the next morning it all changed. And so I, I love being able to, to affect, you know, each individual's life, but I love, you know, getting my hands in some social situations and being able to 
effects mm-hmm. change very quickly there. And, and all I'm doing is what we used to call, we used to call these people witches, we used to call these people magicians, but really mm-hmm. what they were, were they people that understood energy, they understood frequencies, right. they understood frequencies of herbs, they understood, you know, and we, and we killed them for it, we persecuted for them. And in some, some, you know, like in the legend of Arthur, we glorified them for it, you know, the power behind the throne. So there's a lot of different opinions on it, but because of the science and the knowledge and the uh, frequency on the planet, we have we know more what we're doing, and we know it's more science really than mysticism. Mm-hmm. Now you've got three programs. Uh, uh, one is frequently mass frequency master, uh, and then you have the twenty one day frequency master, and then you have a gut feeling and a, the awakening collection. And I know I want to make sure that we touch on those. Could you uh, just take us through for our listeners what what those are all about and what the differences are and what people can how they can benefit by taking advantage of these programs and where they can sure, find yeah. them. Um, well, everything's on my website, and you can get there a million different ways. So if you don't remember one way, you'll get there eventually. But you can get there through drkimberlymcgeorge.com, kimberlymcgeorge.com, um, frequencymastered.com, or secrettoeverything.com. Well, I'll lead you basically right now, at least, to the same place. But um, the 21 day, we just came through the 21 day frequency master program, which was, oh my gosh, so mind blowing. I cannot even tell you, Robert, I changed during that program. That takes a lot because wow. I do frequencies every day mm-hmm. and I do what I do every day. So I have the benefit of the machine and I have the benefit of these frequencies, but I changed so profoundly. It like blew my mind. So what the 21 day frequency master program was, was 21 days. Um, there were about six calls, but every day they got new frequency tracks based on the energy. They got their own personal frequency track, not like yours. Yours is a body scan frequency track. They got mm-hmm. five subjects. So they got to pick five subjects. So if they wanted more money, if they wanted to be healthier, if they wanted to mm-hmm. have a better relationship with their children, if they wanted to get a new dog, whatever they wanted, they picked five things. And I created a five subject. So we were working more on like big areas in the life versus, you know, looking at the energy field in the body. And so these, we had a group of about 140 people that went through that. Oh my gosh. Wow. I don't even know what to say. The miracles were so crazy. I had people writing me right away, three or four days in the program. They're like, um, why don't you tell me this program would change everything? I'm like, I did, I did. It's right there in the copy. I said, this is going to change everything. But the beautiful thing about it, we had like spontaneous healings. We had people like come into windfalls. We had people that, you know, had their spiritual abilities came in and it was just, so crazy. Um, and what we did at the beginning of the program, which I love so much that I thought to do this, is we took before and after pictures off the center mm-hmm. some because it's just like it's profound. Like just just it's profound in 21 days that the physical body can change that the you know, everyone can see the difference between, you know, a joyous, beaming, you know, free look out of the eyes versus a depressed or, or restricted right. you know, type of field. You know, everybody can see that even if they can't put that into words. And so we just had, it's just crazy, the success stories. But what I love is that I changed. That was my surprise. And that was a lesson. And I tell you, I think you know this, Robert, but I have a lot of masculine energy. And what happened mm-hmm. during this 21 days is my feminine came in stronger and I became more balanced. So I wear, usually I wear clothes like little capris and kind of like preppy, you know, chic, I guess would say like banana republicy type of mm-hmm. uh, dress. Sure. But I started wearing like colorful floral dresses and um, my food taste changed. And I know that seems superficial to some, but if you guys know me, it, it's been years since I wore dresses, like probably three, four years since I've really embraced the feminine. See that kind of change in me, you know, to start doing something I haven't done for four days. That's a powerful program. If that can affect that's me. That's fantastic. And it, was that, it was that group energy too, though, Robert. It's everybody putting that intention together that we're going to do something magical. Uh, it's wonderful. Now that program's over. We're in the process right now of repackaging that at a, at a good price so that everyone can take advantage of that same process. And I'm, I'm adding some live videos instead of me live, you'll have videos to interact with me Mm -hmm. every day and it'll be delivered in a course format. So that will be available. Magic will be available to everyone. Um, The other two programs really quick. I don't want to take up a lot of time because you and I could talk forever. I really want to get to your stuff too, but a gut feeling happens tomorrow night at 8 PM. And it's an intensive course, so it's three hours. It addresses, you know, the digestive system, all the physical stuff of that. It also, people are like, how do you know? How do you know the truth from the lie? How do you know light from dark? How do you do what you do? Well, the most basic levels I can teach people how to do, and a lot of that has to do with balancing that chakra and learning, you know, trust your gut instincts. So we go through a lot of processes. There's two live processes, three MP3s, 
whole bunch of handouts and three hours of teaching and question and answer. So that's tomorrow night. And there's a tab on my website if you're interested in that. The Awakening Collection is a collection literally of uh, some of my best and latest MP3s. So we don't sell that uh, anywhere else. It's released first. It, it goes to the energy, what people are asking for, what people are wanting. We release two or three tracks a month. We've created these beautiful videos. So you can have like a meditation effect with the frequencies as they work on you. It's a highly evolved community. A lot of these people have been with me for years, and they're like some of the top in the field. As a matter of fact, it's so funny because we'll be flipping through stuff on the internet or whatever, and I'll be like, that's my client, that's my client, that's my client. It's like people in the top of the industry, but it's still, I mean, I only tell my girls, of course, and I'm not allowed to tell anybody else. But anyway, so we have some of the best people in, in that group, really highly evolved souls, and, and it's just this great community where we all interact in a private group and, and ask all the questions like you're asking. You know, you can ask questions about whatever you want to. So those are my three programs running right now. We also have, I'm not even going to tell you what it's called because it has to be top secret till the telephone is in a one week we're releasing. This is so cool, Robert, because I actually sat down to do my summer radio show and kill us on this program offer, and I was going to recycle the 21-day program because it's so amazing. Why not use all that great material that, you know, takes sure. me all this time to put together? And all of a sudden, the whole plan changed, and this whole new modality, this cutting-edge brand-new modality just literally came to me, like the whole thing, and it's this huge comprehensive work. So the first, I'll just tell you a little bit, the first module is actually – about your core belief system. So people are like, why can't I attract? Why can't I raise my frequency? Why can't I do it? And even if you work on the physical body, you still have to work on the energetics of everything to really get what you want. So we're starting at the beginning, which is core beliefs. So we don't realize how many beliefs we have about things like faith and hope and love. Mm -hmm. It's a real broad, spiritual type of thing. So we're going to adjust those in the energy field. And there's just some special ways that I know nobody's doing this brand new modality using science, you know, using the machine, using frequencies, but using some other stuff that just came in. So that's my new thing next week. <laughs> okay. So what, what is, when you say, when you say the machine, just for the benefit of our listeners, what is the, because you've referred to it a few times, what is the m machine? What does that do? The machine is um, basically a, based on the work of Tesla, a vol v-o-l-l mm -hmm. you guys can look those people up and yeah. it's been around it's similar to a rice system but so much more sophisticated than that so it's not like a rice but it's based on the same principles as a rice machine uh it's also based on the same principles as an mri um mm -hmm. and an ultrasound machine so it's medical it's a medical device class two medical device it's approved um it's not dangerous at all um any more dangerous than those things necessarily are um of course it's really probably more riskier going outside your house than being put on the machine. But um, I learned a long time ago, again, I refer to the fact that I'm mostly pure channel. Nobody's completely pure, but I have the ability to completely take myself out of the equation and just become a vessel uh, to receive information. And so because of that, I'm able to surrogate tests just like I did you. And you know, from your first scan that I was pretty accurate. And that wasn't mm -hmm. really me. That was you telling me what was wrong with you. That wasn't mm -hmm. me using my psychic ability. So this is where people get really confused with me because I have all these other abilities, but then I have this machine. <laughs> so right. although I do combine them, this is a frequency generator. The easiest way to explain is if your doctor says you need more vitamin C, there's a lot of ways you can get that. You can eat more oranges and lemons and limes. You can take vitamin C tablets. Or how is that translated in your body? Well, once it's broken down, if it is, the enzymes which are really compromised in our immune system and, and gut today, then how much of that are you getting? We don't know. You might get, let's say you get 50% of that. Well, the thing about frequencies is you're really changing that into energy. You're changing that into a frequency. <laughs> and so and we just bypass the whole thing. We just put the frequency of vitamin C, uh, you know, directly into a homeopathic bottle or your water or in long distance, we give it in this case, in a track, uh, MP3, like I gave it to you, and you receive, we know you receive the full benefit of that. It plays directly into your field. Um, mm -hmm. Just like you receive the, the full benefit, you know, and I explain it, like you go into the woods and you receive the full benefit of nature, or you go into a church and you, you know, there's different mm -hmm. frequencies in these places that minister to your soul and your body and your spirit. That's how the frequencies are. You know, they, your body kind of absorbs them like a sponge. What's beautiful about the work I do, you'll hear a lot of people the buzzword is actually frequency. I believe I'm going to make a prediction. I believe the buzzword of the consciousness industry is actually changing from frequency to prayer. Watch and see. It's my prediction. Mm -hmm. You heard it right here. 
But the right. past buzzwords for about the last year and a half has been frequency. And so you'll often hear healers say, I'm doing this frequency transmission. Well, yeah, because everything's energy. Like your dog is right. doing frequency transmission too. But mm -hmm. what I do is very, very specific. So when I gave you your MP3, that was everything your body told me that it needed right then. There was no guesswork. I knew I wasn't giving you anything in overdose, anything you didn't need, because you asked me for all those things that I gave you. That's the difference from the technology I use, okay. how I use it. It's a proprietary method. Nobody in the world uses this machine like I do. Nobody. Okay, fantastic. I'm glad. Thank you for that articulate explanation of it. Because, you know, it's something I try to ask the questions that if I'm listening to the show, like, hey, I was like, what did she mention machine? Let me ask about that. So I try to, you know, I'm trying to represent our listeners. You know, when I, I'm doing Guys Guys Radio, I, I, I speak to a lot of really interesting and very powerful people. And when I saw Dr. Kimbo, Kim's name, I was like, I, I talked to the, you know, the contact and said, you know, I'd like to really talk to her and maybe she could uh, run a quick scan on me. And then we'd have something more to talk about on the show. And um, so we did a physical scan. And um, Dr. Kim, as she mentioned, gave me a, an MP3 and I listened to it for 28 days. But a little backstory on that is Dr. Kim mentioned to, uh, you know, to our audience uh, about, you know, my background, I kind of. I was president of an ad agency and then, uh, you know, I'd been in and out advertising up at the top, then out, up at the top, then out, up in the top. And each time I went higher and higher and higher and the fall was deeper and deeper and deeper. And I decided, you know what, this, you know, I know what I want to do. I started with my novel and then the novel seemed to grow into this whole guys, guys brand. And then I have a screenplay and all in there. Now the radio and now, you know, the last thing I want need to do is I need to have this whole thing blow up in a really good way so I can monetize it all. It all comes together. I have an agent for a nonfiction book proposal. I'm just starting on my sequel to the novel. I've got a screenplay that's out there. And, you know, I still haven't, you know, I'm I'm, I'm sure it's going to all coalesce. But in the process last year, I got knocked out of the box because I got. I had an opportunist uh, diagnosis of I had a kidney stone. And then when I went in for the kidney stone, then they told me I had a growth on each kidney and I had two robotic surgeries. And here I am not working a full-time job as I had been working from home, doing my guys, guys thing, trying to get the word out on the radio, trying to do creative stuff, have to go in for two surgeries. I have at the time a one-year-old, my wife's a New York city school teacher. It's like, Wow. I'm really getting my ass kicked here. And um, so I came out of it and uh, everything turned out okay. And that's when I had talked to uh, Dr. Kim and uh, she did a physical scan on me. So you want to pick it up from there, Dr. Kim? Because you told me I told you what I needed. I went through the pr pr uh, the protocol for a month, felt, felt fantastic. And then I sent you a follow-up picture. And then today you said, oh, I found some interesting stuff. Send me a picture of your tongue. So I sent you a photo of my tongue and here we are. <laughs> Right. And to be honest, I do so many scans. I did not have time to go back and look at your old scan, which I probably should. Um, definitely um, some surface things came up. And first of all, I will ask your permission, though, because this is health information. So I do actually respect well, health information. Well, no, you can. I mean, I had an MRI, uh, my six month MRI, and I said, all everything's all clean, all right. good. And now I'm going to go to some uh, innovative medicine place because I want to approach this actually from a quantum yeah. uh, angle. Okay, good. And I'm glad, and I'll tell you why I'm glad. Well, the first thing that came up, let me just tell you what came up today, and then we can maybe refer back to the previous scan. But really quick, um, the first thing that came up in you is that you are not allowing your muscles to recover after any kind of running or workout. So I don't know if you had just worked out before you sent that picture. It's possible, but usually this yeah. is an overall thing. So you need more water, minerals, and recovery time after you work out. So in other words, your nerve tissue and your muscles are stressed. So you're not um, you're not, your muscles and your nerve tissue and stuff at, around exercise and workout is not, they're not happy. And they told me that. So that's a message from them to you. That makes that perfect message. sense because I've been, I've been jumping, I've been, you know, out there running six miles and then do the elliptical the next day and then the next day and the next day. And I really haven't, I'm trying to get back to where I was too quickly. You are. And your body told me that, just so you know. So okay. my recommendation, obviously, please listen to your body because that's the first thing that came up. So your body mm -hmm. screamed that to me. Everything else, um, there's some long-standing things that came up again, and I want to talk about that, not in a fear way, but in a, in a very um, positive way. 
So um, the next thing that came up, and I don't know, um, this is a really, I ask great questions, so everyone, everyone's used to it, she knows me. But have you been to the dentist lately or had any mouth or teeth issues? Uh, I just had my teeth cleaned about a month ago. Okay. And uh, everything, uh, was everything go okay? Ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, okay, that came up. It didn't come up anything specific, so I didn't know why that came up. So it must have just been in your energy field because that was really weird. That I had an up. infection in my mouth the last week, and it took me, I had to like do a uh, rinse and everything. Okay. And it's finally kind of going away, but I was like, wow, this is like taking a little too long, okay. but now it's it's gone. Yeah, but it, it has so there was some. Yes. It was a teeth or mouth issue, and I didn't go into it myself. Like, I didn't crawl around. So, mm-hmm. Have a bunch of other stuff to talk about and to me that was kind of a surface thing so i didn't want to but i just wondered if that was true because that came up okay so what's true um the next thing that came up is uh a ginseng formula it's kind of a vitamin and mineral and ginseng formula for your mm-hmm. adrenals and as an adaptogen so again that tells me like you're putting your body and your kidney adrenal system under a little bit too much stress and that it is having an effect on your um on your immune system. So again, I'm cautioning you, maybe change your exercise schedule, maybe lay back, maybe build a little more cushion into your life because it's showing up. Your body's saying, I'm under a lot of stress. Um, okay. And, and I don't like to see that. Um, the other thing I came up with, again, this is going to be a reoccurring theme. I'm warning you, this is the first time it came up, was a formula for detox for liver and skin support. So what that tells me is your elimination organ, skin's huge elimination organ, liver, obviously huge toxin thing. Because mm-hmm. you've had the problems that you've had, this is huge, fine, and very important. I would pay attention to it. I'm glad you're seeking other alternative stuff because um, the next thing that came up, and I don't know if you have a cat, and it's not necessarily about I do. Me traveling. Okay, then it's cats because that's what came to me psychically first. So, and I even have cat written right here. Um, but your cat is carrying, and this is common, don't freak out, but like an am- amoeba protozoa type of thing that you've picked up. And so I put in a detox, and I'll send you this. It probably won't be till tomorrow, but I put in a detox to get rid of neutralize this uh, amoeba that you picked up from your cat. Oh, and great. Thank you. Very interesting. And then um, it came up, a, a detox for, um, it's actually a grain and cereal disinfectant. So this is uh, a contaminated thing that you picked up through your food supply through either um, some kind of grain or cereal. And it comes up so often, these pesticides and herbicides are just, mm-hmm. even when we try to eat organic or healthy, we always eat something. I mean, almost it's almost impossible not to eat something, whether it's a cracker or a piece of bread. And even if you, I don't know if you eat a lot of carbs or not, but you've ate something and it can come in fruits and vegetables, which is the horrifying thing about when we try to eat healthy. But you've picked up also a contaminant um, that's used as a disinfectant for grains and cereals. So anyway, put the detox in for that. Now you're not going to want to hear you. this, but I do not, I do not lie. So we talked about this in your previous scan, mycotoxins mm-hmm. reared their ugly head again, and they're still in your energy field and in your um, body. And the reason I asked you to send me a picture of your tongue is because I studied um, Chinese medicine. So I wanted to double check these results before I talked to you. And I really believe you have a systemic candida infection, which will probably be picked up by your uh, health practitioners if they're good. So that is something that you need to work on is your gut health. And I would really work on balancing that and getting rid of that. Because if you get rid of that, those mycotoxins are actually, you know, the, the waste from, you know, candida, systemic candida. It's the poison that they actually excrete. And I shared with you this before. And I'll, I'll tell everybody it all day long, but mycotoxins are found 100% in the presence of serious diseases, including cancer, diabetes, you know, the more extreme diseases they are. So whether or not, and I'm not trying to put fear into you, I'm just saying you have more work to do. Um, you need to clean up your body. You need to support your liver. You need to support your lymph. I would highly recommend for you, Robert, that you go get lymph massage and you get the lymph system, make sure everything's draining, everything's working, and that you, and I recommend physical products as well. I recommend for you that you do a liver support and a liver cleanse. So that would be my recommendations on top of that. Let me see if there's anything else. The other thing I don't like that I see in you, I'm sorry, this is so negative. <laughs> it's really not. Nice. It's really positive because you could do something about it. But you have a lot of excess, what we call excess heat in you know, Chinese medicine. And so excess heat brings a lot of congestion and keeping things in. And again, the lymph and liver comes into play. So if you can get... One thing I love about you is you are very physically active and that helps. Um, It's probably why you are showing up clear. But to me, um, and this is what we don't understand, 
if you have any um, malignancy, any kind of um, toxic condition or disease, and it backs off, if you don't back it all the way out, it will come back or can come back. It doesn't mean it will. You can kind of hold it in this remission place. So I would just like to see you clearer and cleaner, specifically in your liver and your lymph system. So, and you also showed, I double checked your tongue, you also showed that um, you had that congestive heat when I looked at your tongue and you had that systemic candida also shows in your tongue. So anyway, that's my report. I'm sorry. It's so not how do you, how do you, no, no, no. How do, how do you get rid of candida then? Cause so many people have that. They do. And it's, and it's difficult. Um, it's not a one step thing because candida is poked holes in your, in your gut and, and you have to heal the gut. You have to get rid of the candida. You have to repopulate the healthy bacteria and you have to, um, like I said, heal the gut lining and then you have to change your lifestyle. Um, usually forever. And, you know, it has a lot to do with pH balance. And this is a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about in the gut class, not just about candida by any means, but even like you, you showed up parasites. That's one of the big three. The big three are systemic candida, toxic heavy metals, and parasites. And you showed up with two out of three of the big three, which is what I see in thousands and thousands mm. of scans. So you're no different than 90% of the people I see. And I definitely don't want you to be, you're probably going to yell at me. Why is he telling me such horrible things on the air? I, I think it's great because really we've got two areas specifically for you to work on. And if you clean those up, you're home free. I'm good. Okay. Well, I will. Absolutely. No. So, hey, when I'm doing the show, I want to put it out there so people can learn and they'll, they'll take advantage of uh, the opportunities uh, to work with my guests and people like yourself so they can get themselves healthy. So part of the price I pay is I have to like, you know, I have to walk the walk. So uh, thank you. And I'll make sure <laughs> I'll make sure I work on that. And hopefully the other Never things I'm... Uh, the other things I'm trying to doing my best to pull together. I'm, I keep getting antsy things. It's like patience, patience, patience. And then my son, you know, he was teaching me again today. You know, I was just about to snap at him and he came up and he kissed me uh, right on the, right on okay. the mouth. And, and I'm like, that's okay. Your he's, he's, that's your liver though. Liver, a congested liver creates that. That's your liver. If you clean up your liver, your mood and emotions will change. Ah, okay. Okay, good. All right. Well, so tell everybody where um, Dr. Kim, where, where they can find you once again. And, um, you know, you have to write a book. You have to have a book. There's so much information. You've got a, you, you, you have a you have a series of books you can put together. I know. It's so funny. Believe me, you're not the only one. <laughs> In my spare, spare time, I'll get right on that. But that is great. And I, and I needed to hear that. So thank you for that. That was confirmation that I needed to hear. I appreciate that. It's just, you can find me on KimberlyMcGeorge.com. I also have a blog talk radio show called Secret to Everything that actually was airing exactly at this time, but I have a great staff that took it over for me. So that was very kind so I could be with you guys tonight. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, thanks again. And send me some, uh, uh, unblock some of my energy because I got to get some stuff going on here. And uh, I feel really good about everything, but I, I'm starting to get antsy. Well, and, and I know, and I know we need to wrap up the show, but I'm going to say this because it's important for people to understand with you. And I don't know if I told you this before, I think I might've, it's a timeline thing, Robert, you have to, there is a time, you know, for everything. And some of your stuff is not at that ripeness yet. It's just not quite there. So, um, you know, you have other things to do. You can focus on your health and, and balance out. You can get ready because, you know, you don't want to be in that yep. amazing place if you're not physically and emotionally totally ready for it either. Exactly. Great, great advice. And listen, um, thank you so much for being on the show. I really just, it's just a lot of fun talking to you. You have so much energy and enthusiasm and you love what you're doing and what you're doing is provocative and is interesting. And <laughs> I just, I just want to help you get the word out there and I, I hope you'll come back to the show. And I thank you for being on your, your radio show. Could you mention the name of your show for our guests so they can listen? Oh, it's called The, the Secret to Everything. Okay, and that when is that usually on? It's on Block Talk Radio, right? Yeah, it's seven p.m. Uh, that's the same time as yours. Is yours always consistent, too, Robert? That's yours. right. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Doctor Kim. It's been a pleasure, <laughs> and um, we'll be in touch. And uh, all the best. You too. Okay, okay, everybody. That was our show for this evening, and what an amazing show! I really enjoyed that, Doctor Kimberly. McGeorge, I think she is probably the most interesting person we've had on the show, and uh, the hour zipped by, and uh, I, I learned a lot, and I hope our audience had some fun, learned a lot, and also uh, we helped two callers there, so that's great also. So uh, summer's on the way. Uh, everybody settle in. 
get ready to relax a little bit, have some fun. And um, next week we'll be back with another show. And uh, thanks so much. And remember, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>